Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're coming to me from. I'm coming to you from the Sunshine State, and welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. On behalf of Jay Tilly, whoo, welcome, welcome, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. Man, I've just been racking my brain as we get ready for WrestleMania, and all I keep thinking about are like memorable moments that I remember in professional wrestling. And there's been some losers leave, loser leave town match, um, you know, career versus career. You've had, you know, the, the match between Ric Flair and Bret Hart, which um, was pretty cool. You had the Ric Flair versus HBK at WrestleMania, right when uh, Ric Flair retired, right? Yeah. And all of that was all of that was awesome. But there's been like memorable, memorable moments where everybody was like, "No way! I didn't see it coming." And that's the kind of stuff that makes wrestling fans wrestling fans, right? So you have the the Hardys when they came back to WrestleMania. Oof! When their music hit, oh man, was that not bonkers, right? So you know, obviously, if you're gonna do uh, a worst matches, um, I think it would be the Giant Gonzalez versus Undertaker, which I get the idea, the shock and awe that that get up that he had, horrific. Um, I think Paul Bear uh, showing up and turning on Undertaker definitely would have to rack and stack in some memorable moments. How could you, Undertaker? You know, just that that shrill. That's up there with uh, Vicky Guerrero, if you ask me. But you know the the. You know, some of the funnier, you know, moments in wrestling, you know, obviously or not obviously maybe, but for me, it would involve someone being under the ring or, you know, when the Bellas first showed up and 
the sisters would swap and they looked very similar at the time and they would swap in the ring and they would, you know, they'd get a little bit of cheap heat. They'd get a win, that kind of a thing. Um, probably one that makes everybody's jaw drop would be Hogan beating, I'm sorry, uh, Goldberg beating Hogan and holding both the U S and the world title with for WCW did not see that coming. And I was totally floored and you know, that was just, that was just what happened. And that was the booking. Um, not sure. I can't remember what was going on behind the scenes. I think it was just based on, they didn't want, they didn't want Goldberg street to, uh, to, to, um, break. Oh, uh, Kofi Kingston hit some of his moves and, uh, action during the Royal rumble. That's gotta be up there. And he kind of, um, you know, had a bit of a, a miss on a move th- this year, but you know, he's, he's usually pretty sure footed. So when he goes flying, um, that's, that's something that's super cool. The, some of the debuts I think could definitely, you know, line up AJ styles showing up in WWE. I think that, that would be a bar burn, barn burner of a moment. Definitely the, the crowd absolutely being into it. Um, can't forget, you know, this past WrestleMania seeing seeing Stone Cold in the ring again. I mean, to go against um, to go against Kevin Owens that that was that was something that um, you know definitely definitely makes wrestling fans walk out and go, oh my goodness. Um, you know, what is one of the most memorable photos that we see when we're watching, uh, WWE programming that dude, dude with the jaw gape, just standing there. Like, what did I just freaking see? And that would be, um, undertaker losing the streak. That absolutely, and again, that made no business sense to me, but I don't write the check, so it's whatever. Um, you know, Lesnar going, you know, getting the win, I really, that that to me definitely would uh, have to rack up. Two moments involving Hogan would be, first off, him showing up in WCW would definitely have to uh, account for something. And the way it happened, so he shows up on television, and then, bam, he turns and goes from the Hulkster to Hollywood Hogan with that uh, with the the blonde mustache and the dark beard. That would definitely that that would have to definitely go on uh, everybody's you know holy cow moments. How about this one? Ric Flair showing up in the WWF or WWE with Big Gold and Bobby Heenan in tow talking about, oh, this is this is your real world champion. Um, wow. I I was, you know, if you go back on to uh, Peacock, you'll be able to sit or if you're overseas, you um, you know, you still have the WWE network, but definitely that would that would definitely have to, you know, be be counted up there as a uh, oh shit moment. Sorry, kids, for uh, for the language. Um, 
I think a depressing moment would be anytime Vincent Kennedy McMahon is in the ring um, outside of when Bret Hart finally got his hold, got a hold of him. He got his come up and what was that? 95. Uh, no, might've been the, maybe it was 95. Um, and yeah, to see, to see him be able to, to uh, lay into um, Vince McMahon. Definitely. Definitely. That was awesome. Um, Bret Hart did make his way back into the WWE fold in the 2010s, 2009, 2010. That was cool to see him, but not like uh, being able to knock knock the starch out of uh, out of out of um, Vincent McMahon. That was uh, that's always nice. How about the most memorable moment? You know, for me, it's watching Jerry the King Lawler. Th- throw that fireball. I will never forget that moment ever. And that's, you know, absolutely what, you know, turned me into a wrestling fan. Uh, you know, when, when you talk about memorable moments, it could be unveiling a new title. Um, I really loved when they changed it from the divas title to the women's title. I thought that was, I thought that was fantastic. The, um, unveiling, of new titles. I really get into that cuz I'm kind of a title nerd. I think those are really really cool. Um the you know the the assembly of the assembling of and then whatever mixture of the four horsemen I think will always be cool, you know, seeing that is pretty pretty legit. Um ooh. The moment when Stone Cold is trying to get out of the Boston Crab and the blood is running down his face and it's pooling up in his mouth that now that is freaking memorable um to the point where you know that term of getting over and going over and you know then you get the promos with stone cold and you get i mean just like the momentum that was building was just crazy um, the announcement of WrestleMania, I thought was really cool. Like if you were to sit and watch WrestleMania now without WrestleMania one, right? You don't have any context. You don't know why Tito Santana is having this match against this mass dude. You don't know who the mass dude was. Um, you know, it was Buddy Rose, but Buddy Rose didn't mean anything to any WWE fans. Cause that was back in the territory days. And everything was so regional, you didn't know that he was the dude up in Portland really laying it in and doing some really, really good work. And then you've got WrestleMania and, you know, the the card, the, and I'm going to say spectacle because, you know, uh, Gene Okerlund, Gene Okerlund sang, did the announcing, did the backstage. There wasn't all this like, mass pomp pomp and circumstance until you get to WrestleMania three and watching them come down on those, you know, the mini ring and seeing, you know, all the people I thought that I was like, man, this is why I like, uh, professional wrestling. Seriously love it. Anytime a character or a wrestler or a superstar goes away and comes back and they've reinvented themselves. I think is fantastic. Um, you know, one of the greatest reinventions of, I don't want to say all time, because that's, you know, 
all time has to be Cody Rose. And, you know, he leaves Stardust. He leaves uh, dashing Cody Rhodes. He leaves the son of a, you know, of Dusty. Comes back the American Nightmare. And the pop at WrestleMania when he came strolling in um, and took on Seth Fantastic. Or when he took his jacket off. Woo! And the and the and the blood pooling and the bruising from uh the little peck pop. Woof. Man, that was uh that was something. The probably one of the most one of the you know best reinventions has gotta be Maya Via reinventing himself to become the rock and um you know him being such a Oh God, just such a jerk of a character to really seriously get over. Same thing with Scott Hall when he became the uh you know the 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 character and the persona of Razor Ramon. Um just fantastic. You know, he goes from the ultimate babyface in the AWA territory, tag team champions with Kurt Henning, getting just thumped by the Road Warriors, shows up, hey yo. Like now all of a sudden he's the bad guy. Like, how do you, you know, that, that definitely, definitely is a great, great reinvention. Um, the, the reinventing of, you know, what we thought was an entrance in wrestling. And now you've got just some awesome, like the spectacle of entering the ring, uh, killer cross and Charlotte hands down one of the best entrances in professional wrestling. Um, Finn Balor as the demon, one of the best ones. Um, you know, there's, there's some serious, serious, serious creativity and character work going on in some of these entrances. And, you know, it can't be, it can't be overstated. Uh, the guys over at, over at what culture, they do their questions and they play the first couple of notes of an entrance song. And I'm not, I don't follow the entrance music that much. You know, you'll know, you know, the, the major ones, but as a general rule, you know, I don't, I don't know, you know, a lot of the songs in the entrance uh, music that when it hits, but when it does, it's, it's something else. How about when, the wrestler that's been fighting from underneath finally achieves that ultimate goal to see, you know, Kofi Kingston win the title to see, um, Darby Allen win the TNT title. That was, that was pretty remarkable. Um, here's another really good one during, um, you know, the, I guess the initial inception of AEW and Moxley shows up. And then they show up with the incomplete PNT title, the all silver version, um, just because of manufacturing, everything was backdated because that was right in the in the throes of COVID. And then they come rolling out with that new triple uh, triple B uh, AEW World Title, Oof. and you know who comes rolling out with it? Brett the Hitman Hart. What? Come on, like that. You know, that was, uh, that's something that will not, you know, won't soon be forgotten. I think any, any time the, 
WWE wrestlers left and showed up in AEW was, uh, you know, that was a moment, you know, the, just imagine now if Hardy, you know, Matt, Jeff, or, you know, both were to show up in AEW during the live, you know, you know, with a crowd and everything, um, you know, Matt did it and they did it right, you know, just down the road at the Jag stadium. And they had to do all this cinematic stuff to make it, you know, really hit and super creative. It was, you know, for the time, I, you know, it was pretty remarkable, uh, but definitely would just be would blow the roof off the place now. Um, well, not now, because, you know, he's not if he had the same popularity that he did, you know, when he first got there, I think I think that would be fantastic. Some of the wrestlers returning after being released, I thought was really cool. Um, just to see, you know, the monstrosity of Bronson Reed come rolling in. That was, you know, that was pretty cool. I think the, um, you know, some shocking moments in wrestling and, you know, seeing Vince walk away, Stephanie become uh, one of the presidents, and then you know, to flip the script and leave and then Vince come back or, you know, Vince comes back, then Stephanie leaves and, you know, all the rigmarole with that, uh, you know, the shock and awe of I'm going to be selling the WWE and all this other stuff. Like, come on, that, you know, that uh, can wear people out. But that's, you know, that the, the suspended suspended belief going on in there. Uh, some other shocking moments watching Mankind and undertaker on top of the cage and if you listen to the documentary now and mick foley said oh yeah i went on top you know no problem we we did our uh we did our practice and stuff uh no sir no he did not and as they're walking you're hearing the bing 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 because the the thin aluminum straps that hold the cage on that mick would eventually fall through couldn't hold, you know, what was it, almost 600 pounds between Undertaker and and Mankind. That, you know, the, just the monstrosity and the optic of that match. Um, you know, Mick Foley's been involved in, set, you know, many memorable moments. You know, the match with him and The Rock, I think, really changed, you know, a lot of people's perception. And... um you know, same thing with the unprotected chair shots. I think that that was um, that that was a pretty pretty gory match. I think the match with Mick Foley and uh, Orton when Orton was like a baby and you know really wanted to bring that the Viper out of him and uh, just really wore him out. That was you know that was definitely a sight to see. I think Brock Lesnar showing up. And, you know, being the beast incarnate has uh, still has the shock and awe when his music hits and everybody's like, it was, uh, you know, he still he still really moves the needle. The, you know, when uh, Jay, you know, finally showed up, you know, the crowd was feeling that definitely not. I mean, it wouldn't be in the top 100, but because it's so memorable right now, right now, you know, it's it's pretty, um, pretty fantastic. I think the assembly or the the 
the birth of the new world order. New, 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 new world order. The measuring stick just moved around here. Um, really, really put wrestling fans sort of on their on their toes because it was so different. And you know, again, if you listen to the documentary that A and E has going on right now. Um, that was episode one of season three goes through the whole dialogue, how he came up with the idea. He'd seen some stuff in Japan, how everything was super memorable and super real. And the stories that were being told and how it was being told was so different than, than here it was just full of a bunch of comic book characters, larger than life, or, you know, what, you know, what we were not that Jake, the milkman Milliman and the Brooklyn brawler weren't fantastic. They were they just looked like everyday dudes. So, you know, there it is. But I, I you know, anytime a character can be built, get over, the crowd feels it, you know, the birth of the man when Nia Jax popped Becky in the chops, uh busted her orbital bone or no and and or nose, and blood was everywhere during that invasion angle when the blue brand uh Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. you know, bombarded the red brand and, <laughs> you know, and now here she is no longer Becky two belts or big time Bex or whatever, trying to go back to that man moniker, I think was fantastic. The birth of stone cold Steve Austin. And though in one night he would go from just being a dude looked pretty cool, uh, bald, you know, decent shape, all black, the anti-hero, not the first anti-hero, because that would, you know, definitely be Jake the Snake. But, um, you know, you would go from, you know, Stone Cold 316 said, I just whipped your ass. And, um, you know, the birth, you know, that's the birth of, you know, 316. And um, just, oh, man, that was uh, that was fantastic. So, you know, you you get the birth of stone cold you get his lines um you know something that's not super fun is still that wow and um but you know now you got la night walking around limp l a night yeah i mean that's that's pretty cool but you know that'll probably get old or go away eventually um you know some shocking moments that would continue to you know and, and now we're sitting here we're having this conversation and you're like, well, wait a minute. What about this? What about, you know, what about when these people showed up? What about when these people showed up? 
you're right. I can't remember them all. You know, yeah, it was pretty fantastic seeing the LOD come to the WWE. Uh, that those those football pads and the spikes that was freaking fantastic. Seeing <laughs> seeing the machines, uh, knowing full well that that was damn Andre the Giant under a mask. Like, come on, dude, you can't, you can't. Um, the you know, I'm just running through my head all these different uh, different events and different you know people showing up when Randy Savage showed up to the WWE and all these managers were coming down, uh, coming down to ringside. You didn't you didn't have social media. You had wrestling magazines and you had tape trading. And if you had a friend that lived in you know the mid South area or mid Atlantic area. Hey, dude, I just saw this guy. Oh, no way. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I love wrestling, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, you know, who the he- who's Elizabeth? Well, she's the manager of the macho man, Randy Savage. So, I mean, you you really saw some really cool stuff occurring because you could, you know, live the character. You could hide behind the the cloak of secrecy. Because it was so regional. Things that happened in overseas, whether it was in Japan or Hawaii or um, not in the continental United States, almost didn't happen at all. You know, or Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Mexico, to a certain extent, you know, titles would be won and lost. And, you know, they, you know, we get back on the plane. He's still got the title because he's the champion everywhere else. That was just a move that they had to do because the crowd and in Puerto Rico was crazy. Um, so, you know, it was just one of those things, or they had a match real quick in another region and, you know, Ric Flair or Carlos Colon or, you know, whoever those regional champions were would, would get their title back. But now with wrestling being what it is and social media being what it is, uh, you and I can talk on Twitter. You can hit me up at no shave man cave, on Twitter, you can check me out right here on YouTube or on ACAS. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. We can just, you know, we can have a little little dialogue via text or, or tweeting or um, on uh, TikTok or Instagram. We can message one another. But it wasn't like that back then. And to see where we are now, the technological advances and our... You know, you, I'm doing air quotes for everyone who doesn't have our uh, executive 1999 a minute uh, broadcasting doesn't really exist. Um, you know, we there there's no way to really hide and slide and do stuff, you know, because it's everywhere. Everybody's got a camera in their hand. Everybody's got a little computer. You know, I'm walking around. I've got whatever version of iPhone that I've got. I can do everything from this, from banking, email, texting, taking photos, filming, everything. And that wasn't the case back then. So wrestling has evolved to a certain extent. But then at the same time, we've sort of devolved with some of the character work. Now we can go back and think about some of the memorable moments in wrestling. And, you know, with women... When Fabulous Moolah won the title back from Wendy Richter, what a screw job, right? She was the the 
the widow or the spider or something, and it was obvious who it was. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this really going to go down? Like nobody's going to say anything. And they, you know, instead of doing the doing the job, they they thought that that was the best way to do it. Um, you know, seeing some of the the legends show back up, or how about when Medusa dropped the women's world title? on WCW television, dropped the WWE title, WWF title in a trash can that for the, you know, for that era, that was huge. That was a, you know, massive, massive no, no, uh, seeing sting in a WWE ring. Um, I thought was pretty fantastic. I wish it would have had a, a little bit better outcome, you know, him getting injured and then him coming back and having that, that match, um, some kind of, NWO WCW versus um, DX. I wasn't a huge fan of that. I wish they could have just had a fun wrestling match for the fans instead of, you know, Vince, you know, getting his uh, getting his moment over. I think something that will be very, very, you know, memorable will be on April 2nd when we see Cody Rhodes win the universal undisputed heavyweight championship and you know roman after just dominating for almost a thousand days you know how how is he going to respond how is the crowd going to respond not necessarily to the loss but to cody winning and finishing his story that will be memorable that will be you know something like when um Shawn Michaels won the world title. He dropped to his knees. He won it right there in Texas. And, you know, the commentators were saying, you know, a boyhood dream has come true. This just this isn't just a boyhood dream. This is a family dream. This is a something that 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 the Rhodes slash Reynolds family has wanted since they got the wild idea to be a professional wrestler or, or you know, get into professional wrestling. And, you know, they've, they held the world, the intercontinental, the United States, Dusty was a multi-time world champion in WCW and NWA and, you know, held that world title when he had a match against superstar Billy Graham in Madison square garden, but he, he won because of a count out. So there is a photo, there is a photo with Dusty holding the then WWF title. And, um, you know, unfortunately, Dusty isn't here to see it. And I really hope that they somehow figure out a way to have Dustin ringside. I think that would be shit hot. I think that would be fantastic. And, you know, it probably, I don't, and, and I don't think it's because Tony won't, because look what Tony did. Here's another shocking moment. Jericho being on Stone Cold Sessions. I, I, I was, my jaw dropped um, to see that Jericho was going to be on the show. It's on the WWE Network or Peacock. He's basically the only people up until then that have been on that show were WWE performers. That was it. So I thought that was pretty fantastic and uh, very, very classy. 
the questions were great. The energy was great. The The whole thing I thought was fantastic and uh, absolutely worth a watch. If you haven't checked out Stone Cold Sessions on the uh, on Peacock, it's like if you go to Peacock, you go to WWE, like on the left hand side on the menu, uh, go to originals and you can see, uh, you know, all of the different episodes. If you haven't watched any, you can, you know, kind of cherry pick and figure out which ones you want to watch. I've seen all of them a couple of times. I thought Undertaker was fantastic. He's been on two or three times. That was all of them have been, you know, top notch. I even thought uh, the big show, Paul White, thought his episode was really good. I'm a big fan of Mark Henry. That episode was good. Uh, Charlotte, she seemed tired, like, you know, but Stone Cold really had a, you know, a great, uh, great exchange with them, uh, with her. Super, super fun. Uh, great show. Great format. I think Stone Cold is uh, fantastic at what he does. So, um, But hey, what about the way we started? We're going to finish strong. Shocking, memorable, memorable moments in professional wrestling. Would it be the Ultimate Warrior beating Hogan for the world title? And having the world title and the intercontinental title, would that be up there for you? Would um, Seth Rollins running out and cashing in during WrestleMania to win the world title? Would that, you know, would that be up there? Would Ric Flair winning the WWF title when he outlasted all those people and? He said that this was the most fantastic night of his life. And, you know, like that, that, uh, that definitely was really something. Um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat winning the world title was pretty fantastic. Carrie Von Eric beating Ric Flair for the world title. Um, that was fantastic. Um, we already talked about Undertaker breaking the streak or Brock Lesnar breaking Undertaker streak. But for me, you know, where uh, wrestling is, where wrestling's going, memorable moments, I would definitely have to put up there WrestleMania 3, Hogan versus Andre, um, and the body slam heard around the world, Hogan getting the win. I think that was, you know, pretty fantastic. The, uh, you know, you might be sitting there saying, well, what about this and what about that? Well, Hogan and Rock, that was one of my top two, top three matches of all time. The, the, three, the three tag teams during uh, SummerSlam with uh, the Dudleys, Hardys, Edge and Christian, that was, that's my number one match. If, you've never, if you're not sure what, what you want out of a wrestling match and you're, not, you're a lapsed fan, and you're just checking us out because you're, you know, you're a veteran too. Thank you for your service and uh, everything you do. Some gave all, all gave some. Today's, you know, the 22nd of the month. I'm rocking uh, a Remembrance t-shirt. You know, I, uh, you know, pretty fantastic, uh, you know, day. Today is, uh, you know, March 22nd. This is one of those uh, day of meta, you know, trying to find the best in people. Pretty cool. But, you know, we're sitting here talking about professional wrestling and the, you know, the most memorable moments. And there are so many. 
and they're memorable for different reasons. And for you, it may be different than for me. Uh, JT would probably, you know, talk about the emotional connection. Maybe it was a moment the first time that he had Edie at a wrestling show. Uh, definitely for me, one of the most memorable live moments was uh, I was in Raleigh and Coden and Ryland were right there with me and we were sitting, we weren't ringside, we were the section up. So we were a couple feet higher than ringside and I chose those seats because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be looking right at the ring. And man, when I heard ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X brings, like, oh, my God. And, you know, the music hit. I was like, no way. Uh, definitely memorable because, I, you know, I was a big New Age Outlaws fan. Thought that was fantastic. Uh, sort of patent my entrance uh, wording on, on them. So, you know, memorable live moments. You know, uh, JT and I, we were at Forbidden Door in Chicago. And if you want to talk about energy, just, you know, seeing the first first wrestlers come out and Tony Khan come out and, you know, everything that was going on, the, the crowd was great. The, the venue was fantastic. A couple of drunk guys next to us, but it's whatever. Um, no, so good time. So for me, the most memorable moment in professional wrestling, something that will forever burn in my brain besides watching... Jerry the King Lawler throw a fireball that made me fall in love with wrestling would have to be WrestleMania three and uh, Hulk Hogan against Andre the Giant and that body slam just woo, fantastic the the you know the you know what was it four moves total between the two wrestlers um, but just you know that was very very fantastic so uh, again can't say enough. Can't give enough thanks. Um, if it doesn't come out and you know the way my voice sounds, I apologize. But I am on behalf of a JT, we are extremely humble and very, very grateful. And uh, like you know, we say every time, look out for yourselves, look out for each other. Um, if you're in crisis, 988, get some help. You know, go to go to uh someone that you feel you can confide in. Uh, whether it's uh, someone with your religious preference or counseling service or, you know, somebody, if you're if you're on active duty, uh, swing by medical, see if they can hook you up, but go by the chaplain, uh, you know, talk to your first sergeant, your sergeant major, your master sergeant, whoever, uh, someone you are loved, someone is uh, looking out for you and you're not alone. So uh, please, please do what you have to do to get help. And again, I can't say enough. Thank you for checking us out. We'll be here every day dropping some wrestling nuggets. And uh, again, so, so grateful. So check us out. Keep doing it. If you like what you're uh, hearing, subscribe, check us out. And uh, we'll be here at No Shave Man Cave. So on behalf of JT, look out for yourselves and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. 
fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.